When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Already? <laughs> Open your textbooks. Open your textbooks. It's a boy meets girl meets boy meets world. Yeah, normally we have like a whole like four or five minutes, maybe ten minutes of just sitting here like figuring stuff out, getting everything ready, but I yeah, think we're a little bit more ready this time. The mic is usually on for like ten minutes before we start. One of the things I've noticed is that as the episode goes on, we get further and further from the microphone and the audio gets more and more echoey. You so, must do a really good job editing because I can't tell when I listen. I can tell when I listen. Um, I do an okay job editing. You do a great job editing. Uh, so we're here this week. Here. We can't talk about like like the last few weeks we've been like, what have we been up to? We Be- literally did the same exact it's thing. It's the exact same Different thing. places though. Nobody cares about what place it was. It's still we the found same. new places in our area. Nobody cares about that. It's still They're the same. They're beautiful places. Still the same things we did. No one can see it. No one was there. So one of the things I was noticing, and I feel like we should focus on every once in a while, is... is what states were missing from <laughs> from our downloads? I want to find people in all the states. It's crazy. We have so many downloads. Um, not to brag. That's that's that sounded awful. We have. You guys l- are listening. You guys are hearing things. You that are we listening say. right now at this very moment. I'm listening right now at this very moment. That's crazy. You say stuff. Like what stuff? <gasps> it's like I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have so many, th- like we have, United States is a lot, uh, Canada, Norway, Bosnia, Dominican Republic, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Ireland, Mexico, Romania, Ukraine, Turkey, Iceland, Poland, India, Australia, Austria, Brazil, Germany, Denmark, Indonesia, the Philippines, but we don't have Montana still. <laughs> we don't have Montana, but we know someone who lives in Montana. It's... I want to focus, like, I want to find out how to get someone in each state. We tell our friends who live in those states to listen to our podcast because that is what friends are for. None of our friends listen to our podcast. That's not true. Most of our friends don't listen to this podcast. The ones who are the most important do listen to this podcast. Yes. If you're listening to this, you're the most important. Yes. No matter who you're you are. You're our top eight. In Romania, hey, you're our most important. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, Montana, nothing. Idaho, nothing. Also, looking at this map, I always forget that Idaho's at the end of the country. It's right next to Washington and Oregon. When you think of Idaho, you think of, like, Indiana. Yeah. It's not there. So It's, like, days from there. If we were to fly out to a state and start, like, a a (laughs) cross-country... I thought you were going to say a cult. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. Um... Start a cross-country, like, road trip. Like, uh-huh. say say we found a Volkswagen van in a state that's across the country, and that it was a, in good shape. I really like Volkswagen vans, like old ones. Um, and we flew out to go pick it up and then drive it back across the country. What states would we hit in order to... I guess, advertise our show on this trip. Like, well, I mean, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to name all the states that we don't have, but... We're calling you out, I wanna Idaho. F- I want to focus on, like, a few over there. Like, we've There's got... There's not very many. We've got North Dakota, Montana, 
Wyoming, Idaho, all grouped together, and Nevada, all grouped No one in uh, 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 Las Vegas has thought... They're very busy in Las Vegas. Loving this 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 coke and hookers I'm doing. That is a very, very negative generalization. I'm sorry. They're also very busy. I'm sorry. They're not listening. I can say whatever I want about them. Good point. But what if they do? And then they're like, all right, we're boycotting this Boy Meets World podcast. A Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World boycott. <laughs> <laughs> BMGM BMWB. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's too much for them to actually do it. Yeah. By the time anyone gets to the end of that, they're like, oh, I'm done. That was boycotted. I'm finished. <laughs> um, plus, what are they going to do? Get our adverti- advertisers off our show? We do fake commercials. We haven't even done those. We haven't even done those. Um, so, yeah, all those, that like that group there, all those five, that's what I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And there's a few more. I mean, there's... A few more, like the Northeast is pretty much untouched. Which the, is... The top three states, they're untouched. But every, everything else is pretty good. Um, I'm just, I'm shocked that we're having, we have listeners in all of these other places, like these fantastic countries that we've never even been close to. But um, New Mexico, which I've been to, hasn't downloaded our show once. That's nuts to me. So I appreciate everyone outside of the United States. Yes. Also, everyone inside the United States. We appreciate everybody. (laughs) Like all of the people that are listening to this right now, we appreciate you. Yes. Say stuff for a second so I can pull up the episode and and figure out who the writer and stuff was. Because I had to switch over to this map of the United States. Why didn't you just pull up your Pokemon Go? (laughs) That's how we GPS right now. Try to catch pokemon in the middle Mm. of the show that wouldn't be that weird it would be that weird we have a show to do tanya Uh uh-huh we're here to talk about boy meets world and boy meets girl and boy meets and you're not i was (laughs) go oh are you still pulling it up yeah oh i thought i kind of just sort of had you talk until it was time i don't really have anything to talk about i've been really busy it's been my birthday for a few days yeah it's and today is (laughs) i like how i opened saying we don't have anything different to talk about and it's your fucking birthday yeah tomorrow um wow watch your mouth oh i'm so sorry to all of the people listening right now we're uh, i'm sorry romania um it is the eve of my 35th year don't tell people your age and the lady never tells i'm 21 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't care if people know my age that doesn't bother me. Okay. But yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. By the time this comes out. it'll My birthday will have been a week ago. Yeah. I will have been 35 in seven days. Yep. Good point. Growing older every day. That's all you got? Yeah. That's all I got. Is it blurb time? Is it's it blurb time. Time so we, for us to talk about this episode? We're going to talk about this episode. We can't, we can't delay too long. Sometimes, like last week, we're like, let's talk about stuff for forever because this episode is going to be short. Yeah, this one makes up for it. We could have split this one into two. It's crazy, this it episode. bonkers. You just sit on the edge of your seats. Like, just here, scoot. No, scoot a little bit more. Just a little bit more to the edge. Like, your butt cheeks are just, like, barely grazing your seat. Tanya- if you're there, then you're perfect. Tanya, All right, now you can listen. Tanya listens to a lot of theater of the mind podcasts. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah. 
<laughs> you don't know what I listen to. I do know what you listen to. So, um, we watched Boy Meets Girl Meets... Bo- no! We watched Boy Meets World Season 2. Alden episode- listens to a lot of D&D podcasts where they kind of just say whatever they want. <laughs> I rolled a four on answering show questions. <laughs> Get it? That's yeah. a D&D joke. Uh-huh. So, we watched Boy Meets World Season 2, Episode 7, called... Something about wake little up, Corey. Wake up, little Corey. Wake up, little Corey. And that seems like it might be a double entendre. I and think let me tell you, talking about let me tell you, little Corey. Let me tell you, it's a double entendre. Yeah. You sit, keep, scoot forward, <laughs> slide, slide your chair a little bit. No, Not slide your. Look to the left. All right, perfect. Now take a selfie. And send it to us at BMG and BMW on Twitter. like a creep. Don't tell people to take selfies and send them to us. Why not? Selfies aren't creepy. I guess not. Send us selfies. Be confident. Love yourself. Send us a selfie. It's Selfie Monday. It's Selfie Monday on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Okay. Anyway, we watched Wake Up Little Corey. Like Little Corey. Are you going to give me blurb or do I tell you who wrote it? Um, It was directed by our boy. It was written by Glenn Mertzer. We've he's definitely written episodes before. I didn't do my homework and see which ones. That would have been a good plan. But yeah, it's fine. You did a lot of homework this time. I did. But blurb me up, Tanya. And by the way, she's flying by the seat of her pants too. <laughs> Just the edge of them. Uh-huh. The edge of my pants. Uh huh. Um, today's blurb is. Uh huh. Don't sound like a creep. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but everything that's about to come out of my mouth sounds creepy. Little Corey awakens next to someone unexpected. That's the end of the blurb. <laughs> That's the blurb. That's a terrible blurb. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's another puberty There's related episode. Too much going on to kind of figure out what to say in two seconds. Yeah. So let's just get started. What? Where do we start? Classroom or not, Tanya? Classroom, Classroom. or not? Classroom classroom it's the first time in season two we started in the classroom you're very enthusiastic about this classroom we started in the classroom what does it say on the chalkboard what i just you wrote so many notes i thought maybe you had written down what it says on the chalkboard love sex and slander Wow. I don't remember if that's what it says on the on the chalkboard, but I think it might. It's something similar to that. That's what Mr. Turner is saying. Love, sex, and slander. He's talking about um, Shakespeare. They're talking about... Um, Much ado about... Nothing. Nothing. And... And Alden looked at me, and as, as he was turning this episode on, and goes, oh, I can't wait for you to watch this. And she it, was like, yes, is it going to be great? And I said, Shakespeare. And she went... Mm. That was a very good impression of me. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, Uh, because as we've uh, established in our lore, uh, Tanya hates Shakespeare. This is the third Shakespeare episode. Yeah, you think maybe Shakespeare is important? Maybe it it holds a lot of weight? In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, who hasn't listened to our podcast. (gasps) I don't know, that's not true. (laughs) Pennsylvania has definitely listened. Okay. I just don't know where in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, so they're talking about Shakespeare, and Mr. Turner's talking about how gripping Shakespeare is, and how uh, you can't help but just be fascinated by Shakespeare, and yeah, what and it's happens. Like, it's timeless, and that even now, today, it keeps you on the edge of your seat, and keeps you glued to the seat, wondering what's going to happen, and boom, 
Boom. Sean, Sean falls out of his desk. Asleep. And doesn't wake up when he hits the floor. He's and doesn't just wake up now. when Corey starts like kicking the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Corey's just like kicking and kicking and kicking, trying to wake Sean up. And they're mad at Sean when clearly he's had a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> like, why didn't they like call the nurse or anything? Because Nothing. it's Sean. And they were like, okay, you're being dumb and dramatic, Sean. Mm. I could see how they would do that. Uh, but then they they talk about how, um, was it, was, I don't remember if it was Sean or Corey, but one of them says that Shakespeare doesn't hold the same weight today because now we're in a different era. We're in an era of Melrose Place and NYPD Blue and Barney, Corey yeah. says. The, the point was basically that, um, that when people don't understand how to talk to each other about sex, it can tarnish a woman's reputation. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to say, no, it doesn't. Like, because people say this kind of thing about Heather Locklear and stuff like that and all the time. And she's on the cover of TV Guide. Remember TV Guide? TV Guide. That's... I love TV Guide. Of course you did. Anyway. um, So Corey's like, I don't think you understand. Nobody thinks this way. We're all so much more mature than people were back then. Like, we have a better understanding of love and sex. We don't slander people for it anymore. Which is very common, like, especially now people are like, you know, don't shame people, blah, blah, blah. But it's still done. Right. All the time. Side note, uh-huh. um, during this conversation, when they're talking about all the TV shows that are on, uh, Sean says NYPD Blue. Topanga says Melrose Place. Topanga's in this class. <gasps> Topanga's sitting in front of Corey in this class. In this she is, class that she hasn't been in for uh-uh. a little while. This is Mr. Turner's class. Yeah. She hasn't been in this class all season. Maybe maybe she was out sick. Maybe she needed There's... to binge watch Melrose Place. And the only way she could do it is to sit by her VCR and hit record every time they had a marathon of it on TBS. And they and she had to sit and hit record every time. And that's what she has spent the beginning of her school year doing. And that's why she was out. But now she has all the Melrose Place. She's caught up and she can go back to school. I mean, she's a really good student. So She's been in school, though, and not in this class. She'll see them in the hall. She hasn't been in school for a while. She, she's. We see her talking in the hallway to the boys sometimes. That was like months ago. She wasn't in Mr. Turner's class then. That's true. Maybe she got transferred to a new class. Maybe she was in like a like a signet class or something. Oh, and she her, yeah, because she stayed at home watching Melrose Place, so her grades started to drop, and she had to go into regular English class. Maybe. I so, think that might be it. But anyways, I guess it doesn't matter because. This is a Topanga heavy episode. We it need is to move on. Topanga heavy. Uh, and we also Topanga have. Topanga heaven? No, heavy. Oh, it's not even like Topanga heaven. We also have to uh, try to figure out if, for the 19th time in Boy Meets World history, Corey and Topanga kissed in the last episode, and now this episode they're going to act like that never happened. Let's find out. Well, it's promising that she's in this episode. I yes. think my concern was that they were going to have a huge kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, a Corey induced kiss. Like Corey was Corey one <laughs> who instigated this kiss. And so it kind of changed everything. And then so this week I was afraid that Topanga wouldn't even be in the episode. It would be like, who's Topanga? There is no but no Topanga. Mm-hmm. But she's there. So that's that's good. That's good. Stay tuned to find out what happens. It's a step in the right direction. Uh so Mr. Turner says that um because yeah, you guys are right. 
you guys are right. And Corey's like, is my education over then? I'm right. So I'm good. Bye. No, we don't need to study plays. You guys are more into TV. So we're going to do an experiment and you guys are going to break off into pairs and you're going to make your own documentary about love and sex. Uh, And he says, so break off into pairs and Corey and Sean look at each other and then he goes, boy, Gord, boy, Gord, boy, (laughs) boy, Gord, boy, a boy in his gourd. I can't do that weird voice and say boy girl so you have trouble saying boy girl anyway you say it i can't say it with the accent okay because i can't do that but you got a lot of attitude until it's time to the spotlight shines on you spotlight's really hot i'm sweating boy boy girl girl pairs so uh topanga turns around and she looks back at Corey like here we are we're pairs now yeah they just automatically are a pair mm-hmm. and that's that that's that. So, End of the episode. <laughs> um, so I think we go to the hallway now, right? No. Now what? Mr. Feeney, the class leaves oh, and Mr. Feeney walks in. And Mr. Mr. Feeney, Feeney is not happy. He is pissed. Like, not even like his normal. I think this is like a building, like every single time he has to discuss something with Mr. Turner. It's like a building animosity. He just can't handle not going by the book at all. Mm-hmm. So he's really angry right now. He's very angry. He's upset that... Um, uh, Mr. Turner is fueling the fire of their sexual like he th- he basically says like they're too young you're mm-hmm. making them grow up too fast you're mm-hmm. you said talk about love and sex and then off they go like they don't have supervision they don't have anyone guiding them these are kids who now are going to discuss amongst themselves sex yeah and Mr. Turner is like you got to trust them we got to do something different isn't your way a little antiquated he says and so that's just um, um, more proof that Mr. Turner thinks that he's the cool teacher. I mean, really, he he thinks that teachers aren't doing things the right way. So he's going to come in and do it a new way, a new and and figure out how to get through to these kids. I have to get through to these kids. That's a South Park reference. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> welcome to our South Park podcast. And Mr. Feeney says uh, it's not antiquated. I'd like to call it classic because it works that rubs me the wrong way sure it's supposed to oh okay uh, mr turner is supposed to be smart for doing it this well way. i don't i don't necessarily think either of them are smart i think that there's a middle ground that can be reached there's never ever any compromise between the two of them when it comes to their discussions on things like there would have been a way for mr turner to work a lesson into what they were doing he could in class, guide them through different steps for this documentary. They could still do the documentary, but they could have more supervision. Sure, but let's see how it plays out. Okay. Okay. In our documentary, we're going to push play on the VCR. No, we're doing a podcast. Uh Hallway. (laughs) Hallway. Topanga's face. Microphone. She is being basically a reporter in a documentary. And Corey is the cameraman and he is... Shaky cam. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of us making videos as children. Did you do that? No. Oh, we did. My cousin had a camcorder and he would I kept that shit professional. (laughs) You hold it as steady as possible. But did you make videos? Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. Did you make videos? Oh, yeah, but we didn't shaky cam. Oh, we did... Especially when we were on vacation and like my cousin would try to make it look like an earthquake was happening or like a sandstorm. So we would throw we would throw sand at my sister while he was shaking the camera. 
and, and Sam would just be hitting her, and he would be yelling, Sam, storm east of I-64. And it was very funny. We still love watching these videos. We made really good vacation videos. Good. Anyway, it was very reminiscent of like 13-year-old with a camcorder. But we still can't get any listens in Idaho. Whatever. Idaho will jump on this train soon. Um, Yeah, so Corey asks um, Topanga. Corey asks Topanga. (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say something about how you can't yell out about trains in the middle of this episode. We're doing about sex. Um, so, you know, trains are like a locomotive choo, thing choo, first. Tanya. Idaho, trains coming into the station, jump on that train, listen to our show. Now it's even dirtier because I explained <laughs> it that way. Um, so Topanga says that, um, she basically says sex is a wonderful thing, but, um. Between, uh man and a woman who love each other very much it's with the right person and and that she is... kind of says that but then she also says um she she alludes to that but then she says that our, our most poignant point in here comes from joey but oh my god topanga says this but, is also a very joey heavy episode boys want it so mm. bad that's all the boys want and boys think it's put up on a pedestal yes um, and that girls are looking for more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she talks for a while, and then Joey comes like <laughs> Joey comes charging yeah. out of the bathroom that's right there where they always are, and he's like, "What are you doing on our turf?" Uh, yeah, and Corey says, "Well, we're shooting a documentary about uh, sex," and he's like, "What are your thoughts on sex, Joey?" And Joey says, and I wrote some of this down because I couldn't. It was so fantastic. Joey just goes, oh, okay. Sex is a very beautiful. What? Sex? (laughs) I didn't write down a very beautiful. I just said it. Yes, he did. I'm reading it right now. You're not. You're not even looking at the paper. He says, sex is very beautiful, especially in the confines of a loving loving monogamous relationship. And then Corey says, wow, or something like that. Yeah, and and he goes, "Uh, preferably marriage. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah. Why don't you ask my kids about it? (laughs) (laughs) I realized something because we get a lot of just Joey like close ups in this episode. Mm -hmm. He's very much a reminder of Tom Holland. Kind of. Yeah. Our reigning Spider-Man. Our reigning Spider-Man. Yeah. He really reminds me of Tom Holland. What if he's Tom Holland's dad? What if that's one of his kids? Yeah. He's the spider dad. Uh Uh-huh. That we could we could work with that. Hey, Nick Fury, what are you doing with my kid over there? (laughs) Um, that's our new conspiracy. <laughs> We're done with the, the Mr. Feeney's a serial killer. Now, Joey is Tom Holland's dad. <laughs> <laughs> who's Frankie's dad? Or who's... Who's Frankie? Huh? We didn't have Frankie in this episode at all. Yeah, that's true. But it wasn't the end of the world. He was out fil- filming Mallrats. Oh, um, yeah. That might have been it. Yeah. So they cut to Sean. Sean says he falls in love five times a day. Yeah, he was really annoying in this part. Um, then Harley jumps in and gets all angry and says that joey says you're filming something mm-hmm. and uh joey's like uh you you maybe he could be persuaded to let you film for um how much you got and Corey says i got three bucks and he goes all right for about three bucks or you could let joey or 
Not Joey, because I'm Joey. <laughs> or you can let Harley pound your face in a little bit, and maybe he'll let the cost go. So Corey convinces Harley that he should be in it instead. Mm-hmm. And he said he tells him it's about sex, and Harley's like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Anything? No. You're doing great. I'm doing the episode. <laughs> uh, I talked so much. I just... I kind of want to let you go. And you wrote so many notes. I don't want to like step on your toes. Uh, so he talks a bit. He he does. He's like in a, they cut to him in a Harley in a Fonz jacket and glasses. Yeah, and he's whatever. all decked out. He's being super cool. And then they ask him about sex and he goes, yeah, I have a real lot of really important thoughts about this, but, and he gets nervous and he goes, hey, Joey, tell him what I think. Uh, so then though, Topanga is asking Corey. Mm-hmm. And Corey's like, I'm the cameraman. Don't ask me. I, I can't talk about this. I, I don't want to be on the camera. This is not, I'm, I don't want to be on the camera. And he gets really nervous and uncomfortable. That's important because later it makes what happens a little more important. Mm-hmm. And what does happen? That's later. That's what? later. We can't go there now. Okay. It's just the edge of my butt's getting really sore being on the edge of the seat. I'm going to try to figure out how to get you to talk about the episode. Um, uh, They cut to Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner says that love is the most important thing in the world and that he's never been in it. (laughs) Well, he's... Okay, so Corey says love and sex. Yes. And he's like, love is... Or he says sex is great. And it's really... It's... Love and sex go hand in hand. That sex is only really good if you are in love with someone and... Like, so he rolls it up in a nice little pretty package and he's like very proud of himself. And Corey's like, well, have you ever been in love? And he's like, no, not yet. But I hope it's going to happen soon. He's like a hundred. Yeah. And like, as he's saying it, I realize how old he looks. Like he looks like super old and he's just like, yeah, I've never been in love, which is not like, I mean, that's fine. Right. No, he's like looking for it. And it's just like, oh, Tanya, have you ever been in love? I'm still looking. Yeah, I figured. I'm just kidding. I'm so in love with you. It's ridiculous. But I didn't want to get sappy on the show because it makes you uncomfortable. doesn't make me uncomfortable. It doesn't make anyone else uncomfortable Tell me how great I am. Come on. You are so wonderful. Nobody can see you, but you're like (laughs) dancing around waiting for me to tell you how great you are. You are wonderful. You've enriched my life in so many ways. And on this eve of my 35th birthday, I like to reminisce about what my life was like before you were strip teasing me during our podcast. Theater of the mind. I wasn't actually strip teasing. <laughs> Let me put my shirt back on. Um, so uh, that now we cut to but wait. Go. We weren't oh. done with Mr. Turner sorry, yet. Sorry. You interrupted me with your nipple. Wow. <laughs> way to so, make it worse and awful. You took your shirt off. Go on. Um. So Corey then is, so he's like, have you been in love? No, I really am looking for it. And then Corey's like, have you, uh, you know, done the other thing? And Mr. Turner's like, what other thing? And he's like, well, you know, like the other thing. Have you done it? And he's like, yeah. And he was like, so it was bad because you weren't in love. You've never been in love before. So it was bad. And Mr. Turner's just like, crap. Like it blew up in his face. I talked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so now we go home we cut to the house and eric is being an obnoxious i don't really he's care he's like it's... posing on the edge of the couch yeah. and like making a dating video yeah anyway that was unimportant and we cut to amy and alan and that was important yeah um 
So they cut to Amy and Alan, and Corey asks them their feelings on love and sex. And Alan's very uncomfortable. Except Corey says S-E-X, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to say it. To his parents, even though he catches them in the act every yeah. day. <laughs> he hears the music, and he's like, Mom and Dad, is that you? Uh, so he asks them about sex, and uh, Amy says, I'll, I'll take this one. Alan's like, thank God. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Alan look this uncomfortable before. He's very uncomfortable. But they're, like, cuddled up on the couch. And mm. Amy's just like, sex is like voting. Yes. I didn't know if you want to take the reins. Sure, I guess. Sex is like Hit voting. It, Amy. Go. Uh, sex is like voting because it's, uh, you, hold on. What did I write down? This is so weird. You having notes. Sex is a privilege that you exercise when you're old enough with someone that you know very well, um, someone that you've learned and and understand, um, and that it's very important that you get involved with someone that you care about because you're likely going to be stuck with them for a long, long time. And Alan says, yeah, sex is like voting. You do it behind curtain, all alone, or... You do it privately behind a curtain, and then you don't do it again for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they've got all their material. Again, like the disparity between last episode and this episode is astounding because already we've had more development and, and heartfelt conversation than we had in the entirety of last week's episode. And the writing is phenomenal. Well, I, I mean, I think... It's fair to say that last week's episode, while not a throwaway episode, it was just the Halloween episode. Like, it was just thrown in there to be Halloween-y, and that's it. Halloween-y. You can't you're, say Halloween-y during a sex you're a episode. You're halloween uh, But that, like, that thought is actually, somebody came up with that thought. Like, sex is like voting. Like, it's a really good analogy. analogy. Um, and, of course, it was Amy dishing it out. Um, anyway, sorry. It just... The writing was really good in this It was episode. very good. Um, so. so now it's editing time. Yes. Where? It's at the school. At the school. Mm-hmm. In the AV room. This is important. It's Corey and Topanga. They're going through all the footage. They're bickering like an old married couple about what they're keeping in, what they're Corey edited. Out. Corey edited Topanga to say funny things about sex. Yeah. And like, she gets mad, but like jokingly mad. Yeah. Like, it's really, really natural and endearing the way they like captured these two kids like interacting with each other while they're working on a school project. Yeah. I don't know how they did that, but they did it and they did it really well. Um, so they're working on it, and Corey's like, how many tapes do we have left? And Topanga, like, picks up this really big stack of, like, six or seven videotapes, and he's like, oh my gosh, we're going to be editing forever. And I'm like, oh, this is Alden. And he's like, oh, stop laughing into the microphone. I'm going to be editing forever. Mm-hmm. And so Topanga picks up the phone, calls her mom, and is like, oh, hey, mom, I'm having dinner at Corey's. Um, they'll bring me home when we're done and we're working on the project here and then so Corey's like why did you do that that's and she goes well because we you know we don't know how long we're going to be doing this and he's like oh smart thinking but watch the master (laughs) and he picks up the phone and he's like oh hey mom i'm having dinner at Corey's." (laughs) (laughs) and then he makes like the funniest like like, he makes the funniest uh confused face like you can watch him going why did i say that and she just takes the phone she from takes him the phone. she's like hi mrs matthews um 
is it okay if Corey has dinner at my house? We're working on the project here and my parents will bring him back when we're done. And then she puts the phone in Corey's face and she's like, say something. And he goes, bye. Bye. (laughs) And then she hangs up the phone and she's like, the master, huh? Yeah. Um, So they continue working on it. There's like footage of the janitor who Mm -hmm. says like something crazy about being like a ladies man or something. He says what ladies like is the The uniform. uniform. The uniforms that turn on. Hold on. I got to go clean up the vomit in the cafeteria. Yeah, it's um he says I've got uh a VIC or something like and then he's like, "Oh, a VIC, that's vomit in the cafeteria." Yeah. And he runs off with his mop and Corey's just like, "You wasted a video on that? Like what is wrong with you?" And she's just like annoyed and she goes no. and, and lays down on the floor. She didn't even like we didn't see her lay down. He says, "You wasted a video on that." And then it he looks over and she's on the floor like he didn't realize yeah, over the course of this that... laying on the floor using a backpack as a pillow she's just sort of like in those moments where you're just so exhausted that you just can't anymore um and she just like lays down and he's like are you asleep and she's like i just need to close my eyes for 10 minutes it's fine just you work on it and i'll be back with you and like 10 minutes. I'm not really asleep. Talk about Alden and Tanya. Yeah, it was so Alden and Tanya. It was ridiculous. Like, I think every night, every single night, I will roll over and start to feel like really, really sleepy, but I don't want to be asleep yet. I want to hang out with Alden. There have literally been, oh my God, 50 nights probably since we've been living together. Maybe more. It's like a regular thing where Tanya will be like, like, not, I'm not exaggerating. Let me try to do this justice. But Tanya will go, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not going to sleep yet. We have stuff we wanted to do. <laughs> like, literally without a breath in between. I'm very tired. Uh-huh. I do a lot. So anyway, they, uh, she falls asleep and they cut back to home and Amy and Alan are worried because Corey's not home yet. And they've called to Panga's house and nobody answered. So Alan's like, maybe they're out voting. Yeah. Um, and Amy is like, well, it, you're on watch. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. And um, Alan's like, okay, whatever. Uh, can I wake you up? When uh, Corey gets home and she's like, for what? He says to exercise my right as an American. And she's like, no, but don't worry. There'll be another election in November. Yeah. And you know, it's okay. So like, I really, I'm very bad at flirting. Like I'm. Yes. I can't flirt. Like I'm not bad at flirting. It's just not in my DNA to flirt at all. Which makes you bad at it. But yes. I I can't even try. Like I can't even be bad at it because I can't flirt at all. Like it's a non-existent thing. I can't be good or bad at it. It just doesn't exist. That's not how that works. That's like if you went out watching Amy and even in her. That's like if you went out to a baseball stadium. Only just put his hand over my mouth to shush me. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So that's like saying you uh, went out to a baseball field and you went out and didn't even swing the bat. And you're like, I'm not bad at baseball. I just, I'm not baseballing. If I didn't swing the bat, I didn't even try. <laughs> How would you know if I'm good or bad at it? You know. I wasn't baseballing at all. I was just standing in the field. I go watch you play softball. Am I good or bad at softball? Not, you don't know because I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not flirting, so I'm not good or bad at it. Okay. <clears throat> um, but Amy is very good at it. And even when she's like 
shutting Alan down. She's still flirting with him. And I want, I wish I could be that person. (laughs) I wish I could flirt. Try it. I can't. Like, it's not. You're just not swinging the bat, Tanya. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Amy comes downstairs the next morning. It says, it's 7.30. Did Corey come home? And Alan's like, yeah, he definitely came home. I'm positive he came home. But he's definitely in his bed. And she's like, did you check? And he goes, I'm definitely, I'm sure he's up there. I'm going to go check, though, just to be sure. He's not home. He's, uh, we cut to the school. And janitor Bud is very excited. Like, There's, creepy excited. Like, he's like, I just saw the best thing ever. Let me show you, Mr. Feeney. It's Come better on. than the squirrel in the cafeteria or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney's just like, Ugh, okay. And boom, they slam open the door. And Corey and Topanga are asleep on the floor. And Topanga's leg is just kind of like draped over Corey. It's not suggestive at all. No. It's but not. They're on their the, backs. Yeah. like. But they are like cuddled up next to each other, sort of. Yeah, sort of. At some point in the evening, Corey said, well, I guess she wants me to lay next to her. <laughs> uh, which isn't the wrong thought. Like, as a guy, I've been in that situation where a girl like lays down and you're like, I think, I think, I think she wanted me to lay with her. I'm not really sure. There can uh, be so many things that could cause that to happen she's using both backpacks as a pillow and he needs to sort of slide one halfway out from under her head in order to use it himself there's no blankets they need to be next to each other for heat (laughs) like Mm -hmm. being next to someone is just way more comfortable than not yeah no for sure you gotta think though that's probably like the first time that Corey's ever like fallen asleep next to a girl and like had and that it's moment. probably the first time that Topanga's ever had that moment too yeah. but they 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 don't really like expound on that moment between those two people right like you don't know how they felt about that moment at all well you can't because so much happens after that so mr feeney calls him into his office or brings him into his office and Corey's well, first calls amy well yeah yeah but he brings them into the office and he says, or, and Corey goes, Mr. Feeney, I can't be here. I have to get home so I can not late for school. Yeah, <laughs> he has at- to get ready for school. He's like, I have to shower and put on clean clothes or I'm going to be late for school. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because they're... Yeah, they're at school. So um, Mr. Feeney, oh, I forgot. When Mr. Feeney went in to wake them up, Mr. Feeney said... Uh, cause Corey was like, mom, don't wake me up. Give me five more minutes. And Mr. Feeney goes, uh, good morning. Breakfast is served. We, to this morning, we're serving a big bowl of you've got a lot of explaining to do. (laughs) (laughs) I think he even says sweetheart, like good morning, sweetheart. Yeah. But they didn't realize up until that moment when when Mr. Feeney's like, tell me what happened last night. They didn't realize that. Yeah, Corey it, is literally like, what on earth? Like, why are we in so much trouble? We were working on our project and we fell asleep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, my gosh. He goes, what do you think happened? Oh, my God. Yeah. And um. And like horror washes over Topanga's face. Yeah, and she's like, Mr. Feeney, no, that that's not what happened. We just fell asleep. We were working on our project. Tell him, Corey. And Corey goes, oh, my God. And Mr. Feeney says, I need to figure out a punishment, but I have no idea how to punish you guys. Uh, you're dismissed for the rest of the day. You're dismissed. And Topanga says, Mr. Feeney, can we make sure that no one finds out about this? And Mr. Feeney says, no one will know, Topanga. Yeah. And then you cut to the hallway, and everyone knows. Not only, like... She comes out and no one pays attention to her at all. Corey comes out and everyone starts applauding him. Yeah. And it's 
very upsetting. Like, it's a very upsetting thing to watch. Whoever yeah. directed this, like, was it David Trainer? Yes. Um, Mr. Trainer. All did... about that bass. About that bass. <laughs> like, he captured this moment where it was appalling how Topanga was treated. Yeah. Um, for no reason. Yeah, but, and it's... I mean, it is it is um, it is meant to parallel uh, much to do about nothing. Much, much ado to about do. nothing. <laughs> Shut up. How Shakespearean Shut of up. you. Um, you love Shakespeare. I love it so much, except I don't. I know that at 13, it was brought up as a topic. Um, and I'd say when I was 14 or 15, people I knew started having sex. But at 13, like to have it this in your face is a lot. Uh, now... I mean, yes, but... Now it's, like, on a whole nother level than this. Like, so far beyond a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, the situations that our children are having to deal with are situations that we were having to deal with at 16 and 17. That's true. The things that Caden heard his first year of middle school were things that I was hearing at 15 years old. That's true. The things that Aubrey has had to deal with in the hallways, the things that have been said about her when she's just minding her own business. Like, these are all things that we wouldn't have had to deal with at that age. Yeah. It really comes down to things are spread faster. Yeah. I mean... Animosity is spread faster. And not to be like old man, like, cell phones are ruining... No, it is. but, But cell phones are making it very easy for kids to spread things and also to it's a lot easier to say something over a phone but Mm -hmm. anyway boy meets world yeah but i just i don't think that this is far-fetched i do think that they handled like i don't know that many 13 year olds then were dealing with a lot of this but they handled this in such a realistic way that it broke my heart yeah um so, e- so even to the point where, so when we watched it the second time, I didn't realize the first time we watched it, but on the second viewing, um, they go out of the hallways and everyone's applauding Corey and trying to get him to say that he slept with her. And at first he's like, no, 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 no. And then Harley comes out. And this is like a, this is a matter of like, am I going to be tormented for the rest of my life? Or this very second I could change that? Well, Harley basically implies that he's going to beat him up if he's not he didn't sleep with her are you the man are you the man or not uh but what i didn't realize until the second viewing was during this entire conversation topanga's you didn't realize that no (gasps) she's back off by the lockers like blurred she's watching watching it all happen yeah i noticed that the moment that it started is because she comes out of the office and immediately just sort of goes and like stands by the lockers Mm -hmm. and i was watching her because i wanted to see if anyone interacted with her at all but when it comes down to a situation like this, the girl is nothing but a prop. Mm-hmm. And the guys were applauding Corey and acting like he was like the big man on campus. And it ends his bullying. It ends everything. He's the most popular guy in school right now because they think he had sex with Topanga. And Topanga isn't even treated like a person at this point. Like she is non-existent. Yeah. And he does try to fight it initially, but then gives in and just goes, yeah, you're right. I'm the man. Yeah. Um, because he, they said, did you, or did you not sleep with her? Mm -hmm. And 
in true, like, rationalizing, like, well, I guess it's true. I did sleep with her, so I can say yes, Mm -hmm. and it can make everything different in my life. Yeah. Um, But that, after this moment, that's when um, Mr. Feeney runs into the classroom again and is like, look what you did. I tried to tell you. Well, Mr. Turner's watching from the door, Mm -hmm. and he can see where Topanga is, and he can see what's happening with Corey. He's watching all of it. And Mr. Feeney comes up, and Mr. Turner immediately is like, this is not what I was expecting to happen. This is not my, this was not my plan. And Mr. Feeney's like, what did you expect? He's like, if only there had been someone who was telling you not to do this. And Mr. Turner still basically says, like, we haven't seen this play out yet. So you're, you're assuming that this is going to be bad. But, you know, we, we don't know how this is going to go. Right. Mr. Feeney is kind of like, isn't it bad enough already? I think, though, like, it's very important to remember the three points. And it's the love, sex, and slander. Right. And the slander is what Mr. Turner is watching happen. And I think, like, if you are studying those aspects, you would have to expect there to be some slander at some point because it was important to the lesson in the first place. Yes, but the reason this whole thing started was because they were like, we're more mature nowadays. The slander, slander doesn't happen. Right. The slander doesn't right. exist. Anyway. So, Mr. Feeney's pissed. Like, his blood is boiling. Mm-hmm. Mr. Turner is still holding out hope. He's like, look, I trust my students. I trusted them because I do think that there is something in them that is learning, like, about this right now. We don't know what happened. We don't know what's on the videotape. We need to wait and see. Mr. Feeney's like, do you think you should have trusted them? And he's like, yes. He still stands beside that decision. Which is admirable because I would at this point be like groveling at Mr. Feeney's feet. I'd be like, uh, I made a mistake. How can we fix this? The parents are going to be so mad. We could get sued. Like, what if she's pregnant? Like, what is going to happen? There's so much as a teacher would have been going through my mind. Yes. So I think we go to the house now. Yeah, we We're cut in to, the kitchen. We cut to home and Sean walks up to Corey and Corey's... Corey's reading the book. Uh-huh. He's reading Much Ado about... Is it Nothing. It's much to do. No, Tanya. it's not. Uh, Sean says, um, so how grounded are you? And Corey goes, my kids are grounded. <laughs> so um, Sean's like, everyone's waiting for you at Chubby's. They want to hear everything. And Corey's like, why do they want to hear anything? And Sean yells, because you are a god. And Alan comes around the corner and goes, why are you a god, Corey? Or why is Sean? Why, why is Corey a god, Sean? And I don't remember what Sean says. Sean, because, oh, because of his upbringing. Because he was yeah, obviously... Yeah, people are finally realizing what a good upbringing he's had, sir. And Alan's just like, get out. No, Alan says, is that all, is that all you could come up with? And Sean goes, uh, my mom smoked while she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it made me laugh so hard and I don't know why. So, Sean leaves. Sean he goes le- back to Chubby's. Mm-hmm. Um... And Alan's like, Corey, why is this a thing? And Corey's like, well... Everyone thinks Everyone might think that I slept with Topanga. And Alan's just like, why would anybody think that? And he's like, well, because technically I did. Um, Alan says, did you do anything to to dissuade that notion? And, and, And Corey says... Well, no, everyone was just so happy and, you know, uh, everyone stopped picking on me and stopped bullying me. So 
I didn't want to keep that from happening. Alan tells him that he needs to fix this. Yeah, and as he's saying that, Amy pops in and is like, oh, Corey, Topanga's in the living room for you. And Corey's like, can you tell her I'm not here? And he, she was like, yeah, you know, that would be the right thing to do. Topanga, Corey's right here in the kitchen. And Corey, and- Corey comes, I mean, uh, Topanga comes around the corner and Alan goes, okay, you guys need to talk. Do you think it'd be easier for you if we stay here? And Corey goes, actually, Dad, that would be great. And Alan goes, all right, bye. And, <laughs> and they both leave. Yeah. They're the best parents ever. I wish things worked out like the way that it does with them. Like mm-hmm. if we acted like Amy and Alan, I don't think it would have the same effect, but right. I wish it would because yeah. it would be very fun. Yeah, it wouldn't work at the same. It wouldn't work. Um, Because we're not raising Eric and Corey. That's true. And maybe Morgan. Sort of Morgan. I don't know. Um, So Morgan's in the treehouse again. Yeah. Uh, Topanga starts telling Corey that she's hurt that that he did this to her. And and why would he let this happen? And, And Corey's like, well, I mean, it's not untrue and this is high school like this is gonna last a few days and everyone's gonna stop talking about it and she immediately goes all right take me yeah this is it you want people think we did it anyway let's get it over with yeah she's like let's just do this yeah if if everyone thinks it happened anyway you're not gonna ruin my reputation come on let's just go and he's like holy shit what are you doing and he's freaking out and Mm -hmm. she's like well just do it and and she says um Look, whatever. I mean, I'm. I just. You want your reputation, but I just want my good name back. And Corey goes. I mean, Topanga wasn't really a great name anyway. <laughs> it's the most Alden thing I've ever heard in my life, and I just. I don't understand how I never realized how Corey Alden is still in really, his thirties. It really is like there's been so many times in my life where I've been backed into a corner because I've done something dumb. And my first reaction is to make a dumb joke about what's happening. And as I say it, I'm like, oh, no, why did I say that thing? There have been times where we are talking and he makes one of those jokes and I can see his like it just like washes over his face. How disappointed (laughs) in himself he is for letting it out of his mouth. But if life were a TV show. You would be, you would have that laugh track all the time. If life was a TV show, these things that I said would be perfect for the episode it would kill um but life isn't a tv show instead you get aubrey going dad how could you say that to her yeah that's true (laughs) instead of a laugh track of my disappointed daughter (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i think that's where like she leaves yeah because she's like she she says we're not friends yeah she says um i don't like we're not friends anymore and I don't even know who you are anymore, but I don't like you. Um, and she leaves. Yeah, and she leaves. And he's just kind of left shell-shocked. Yeah. Um, and then commercial break. There's we, a commercial you know, break for like... Geico or some Geico shit. Geico and not smoking. We had mm-hmm. a few of those because it's yeah. Hulu. And then we come back to the classroom. Yes. Um, uh, it opens up to the classroom. Mr. Turner's talking about it's it's time for the videos to be in. Mm-hmm. He's like the first video that we're gonna watch is from the team of Corey or Miss Math, Mr. Matthews and Miss um, Lawrence. Lawrence. And we cut 
we cut around the room. Uh, it's Harley has full. come in. Yeah, they're, they're standing, standing room only in the classroom because they all want to know. Like, did they think it was going to be a sex tape? Like, it's real weird. <laughs> they are like waiting to see if they had sex on the videotape. And Mister, I mean Mister Feeney is like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure this is a good idea?" And Mister Turner basically says, "I really don't know." You know what? Let's ask them. Yeah. Topanga, what do you think? Do you think we should do this? And she goes, I don't know. Ask Corey. He's the one who did the the last of the editing. And Corey's <clears throat> just like, yes. And Mr. Turner says... Well, Corey says, we don't know unless we watch, huh? Yeah. And Mr. Turner's like, well, my student says that we should watch the tape. So they turn the lights off and push play. Yeah. So the video starts. It shows uh, cuts of... Uh, Mr. Feeney saying that, like, don't touch that expensive. Don't, <laughs> don't misuse the expensive equipment. Yeah, because, you know, sex. Yeah. And Mr. Feeney, it cuts to Mr. Feeney, and he's like, mm, they, that was a clever editing trick. <laughs> um, it cuts to a few different people. Sean talking about how love is important, and uh, Joey saying something about love. And, um, and then it cuts to Corey in, in his kitchen. In the kitchen. And he starts saying, uh, I didn't want to be in this video. Yeah. Like, I just remember he had said, I don't want to be on camera. Right. And he says, like, I didn't want to be in this video. And the reason I didn't want to be in it is because, like, I don't know about this. Like, yeah. if someone asks me what I feel, how I feel about sex, I don't know because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. He says, I have no experience in this matter. And a lot of people think I do have experience, but I don't. And I let this get away from from me and 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 it let it hurt my friend and Topanga's is like what is happening right now mm-hmm. and he's like just i'm you know just watch and um he's like uh i didn't realize that me not speaking up would make me lose a friendship and i really owe this person an apology and um you know he said he makes a really good point about he doesn't know and that a lot of basically a lot of people don't know and that a lot of people's reputations can be ruined by something like this um and then he tells sean who is recording to turn off the camcorder and um as he's saying that sean's like oh come on tell her how much you love her and Corey's like stop i don't love her and sean's like well if you don't love her then why would you do something like this and he's like i care about her she's my friend and then it cuts to um cory and topanga in the classroom and she turns to look at him and he's just like so friends and she's like friends and they shake hands yes they shake hands as friends do as friends do shake my hand um and can you hear this we're shaking hands we're friends we're friends uh so um, that's right. I don't love her. We're friends. <laughs> uh, so then it, oh, while this is all happening, it cut to Mr. Turner and Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Tur- Mr. Feeney goes, I'm shocked. And and Mr. Turner goes, me yeah, too. Me too. Because <laughs> he was worried. Um, there is a point um, right after Corey says that they should watch the video where Mr. Turner looks at Mr. Feeney and he's just like, my student says that we should watch this. And I think that if it had been Anyone other than Corey, Mr. Feeney still would have been like, eh, I don't know. But there's like this little blip of a second where Mr. Feeney looks down at Corey and you remember like, 
those times where he's made it very clear that Corey is more than a student to him. It's his neighbor. He's watched him grow up. He knows what his character is like. And that's when he's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's watch the video. Right. I'm just saying. I know. But the episode's over now. So I don't know. Like, and I can't, fade to black. I can't hear that and then just be like, oh, and then what happens is no, because it's done now. That's true. It was just something I forgot to say. There is one more. There's the after credit scene, but it was really kind of unimportant. It was uh, an edited a cutting room floor video of Harley <laughs> talking about what he wants in a girl and what he wants is a a girl in the back of his Camaro on a starry no, night. No, it's an Impala. Whatever. A Chevy Impala. And he's like with a girl's wistful voice in my ear saying, Harley, you're on my cigarettes. And that's it. Yeah, that was it. End of episode. Uh, so what'd you think? I, gosh, it was so good. It was so good. It was so amazing how they did this so realistically. Like, it was still sitcom-y. Mm-hmm. It still had, like, the, you know, quirky, funny things. But, like I said, even with Topanga and Corey in the editing room, like, their interactions with each other were so natural and not, like, acty. Right. It was just like, what? No, you can't put that in there. And she's, like, strangling him and stuff, but, like, in that, like, fun friend way. Um, and then the the reactions to the sex or the assumption of sex was very like real. Like, yes. Um, or even the fact that they threw in there that they didn't realize that that was the assumption at first. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there were so many shows at that point where it was like boom, boom, boom. Shows at like, any point. I mean, there there aren't many um, family shows that handle a topic topic like this without it being over the top and ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's only been a couple of shows I feel like handled topics well, period. Like, mm-hmm. um, One Day at a Time is one of them where they just, I felt like they handle every topic wonderfully. Boy Meets World, I felt like, is that same caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, where topics come up and the way they do it is it is set up, but then it plays out almost organically. It seems like it plays out organically. We know there's a script. We know that they have, like a director but the way that it happens looks so natural um the reactions between the different characters when mr feeney's talking to them like even their facial expressions you're watching topanga be like oh my gosh i feel ashamed but why do i feel ashamed nothing happened like you can watch this happening and you're like oh she should feel ashamed oh wait no she shouldn't nothing happened um Corey having it dawn on him all of a sudden that this is what people would be assuming He's 13 and had no idea that anyone would assume this about him. Right. So it it just, it amazed me, the writing in this episode. Yeah. And how well it was directed and how well it was acted. And Joey was a gem. Joey was fantastic. Joey's always fantastic. But I think sometimes because I'm always so focused on Frankie and I love Frankie <laughs> so much, uh-huh. Joey is kind of, he's definitely secondary. I don't care for mm. Harley that much at all, but... Now, like, I see Joey differently because we didn't have Frankie overshadowing him. I always, like, Joey's always fantastic, I think. I I didn't feel like that until this episode. Wow. No, I, Joey's fantastic. Joey always has something, like, little and slick to say to mm-hmm. Frankie while all this is happening. But this, yeah. this episode, there was no Frankie, so right. it was just Joey. Well, and Frankie says poignant things. Right. Joey doesn't usually say very poignant things. So this episode, you see that side of him where he is, like sweet and funny and then all of a sudden he's like ha ask my kids and it's just mm-hmm. like i died yes you did she's dead i'm dead 
um yeah it was a really really great episode um it it uh, i still felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect because last episode Corey and topanga did kiss um and it was like a passionate kiss and in this episode we're like they were just kind of like yeah we're friends i do think so like they haven't had a define the relationship situation yet. They're 13. When it, you're 13 and you kiss, that's the relationship. I'd, sometimes. And sometimes it's not. Mm. Sometimes it isn't. I had, like, and I didn't have a lot of, like, a ton of different relationships, but I did have. I did. I know you did. You don't have to <laughs> rub that in. She's um, still jealous about I'm, my relationships I'm when I was. jealous of every single one of his relationships. 14. Every single one. Real healthy. It's great. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but there were like, there were times I remember a guy kissed me once at laser tag. Like we were in like the laser tag, like maze or whatever. And, and then we laser were, tag was her boyfriend. <laughs> laser tag was my boyfriend. And we were together for about an hour and then we weren't anymore. But like, so he, it was kind of a thing. Like I knew it was going to happen. He kissed me in laser tag and then we didn't start dating. Like, and honestly, no one knew that we kissed in laser tag. And because no one knew, there was no expectation. If if people had known that we had kissed at laser tag, then everyone would be like, ooh, you guys should get together. And then we would have felt like we had to get together. Corey and Topanga have not had anybody see them kiss yet. So nobody is like, oh, you need to get together. Except for Sean, who knows his best friend and knows that his best friend is in love with Topanga. When I was 13, if I kissed a girl, we were in a relationship now. Really? Yes, 100%. I guess I wasn't worth a relationship. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, obviously not with you. I did, You didn't kiss me when we were 13. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> for me, like, that's, that is weird for me. Because I feel like, and so I feel like Corey would be similar to me. Like, we kissed. I think we're in a relationship now. So it's weird to me that they're just ignoring that week to week. Yes. Uh, um, but I, and you know, I agree with that for the most part, but I also think that other sides have to be looked at and the fact that there are people who had kisses and stuff to sort of like figure out like how to do those things. Like Corey was comfortable with Topanga and he kissed her. He's also comfortable with her as a friend. Like they were joking around and doing a project together. He was comfortable enough with her to lay down next to her and fall asleep his brain isn't on any like he has not woken up to like I will say that side of himself yet. Like that is a difference here. Um I didn't none of the girls that I was like best friends with I'd never kissed them when I was that age. That was too weird for me. So I maybe that is different because if I had kissed them it would have been like are we just friends still? Like right. I don't know where that would have gone because right. um I don't know it was too weird for me. I would I would only kiss girls that I was going to date, not girls I had been friends with for a long time. Right. I think that there are plenty of people who who have kissed, like, their friends and stuff because they're comfortable and they're like, well, I'm going to have to do kissing soon. And, like, this is a good place to start. Um, and, I mean, I could be wrong. That couldn't, that could, it could just be an oversight on the writer's part where they're just like, eh, we're going to forget this kiss. But I do think that that it's more of like a, they're comfortable with each other. I want to hear from you guys. Like, if you're listening, let us know what you think. Um, 
let us know what you thought about at that age. Like, I want to know different opinions because Tanya and I couldn't have more different opinions yeah. as far as when we were 13. I, I will say, though, too, there are plenty of girls and guys who at 13 right now kiss people and flirt with people and act like they are in a relationship with people that they are not in a relationship with. Like games are played hardcore at that age. Yeah. And that's not what this is either. No. Um, but that is a thing that happens now that I didn't feel like happened that much at that age it did. then. It did. Did it? Yeah. I mean, you weren't in school at that age. I think it's, you're not seeing it kind of on that daily thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, in, in middle school and high school, every three days of a relationship was like a month in adult time. Right. Because there was just so much going on there. So, yes, it absolutely happened. I remember watching it happen where, you know, a girl would leave a guy and kiss another guy. And it was just like all of these things were so immediate, like things that had to happen. It was, it was, yeah, it happened a lot. Okay. Um, Yeah, and I'm just saying that's not what this is either. No, not at all. This is not two people playing a game with each other like this is I really really do think that it's just them being comfortable with each other and things have happened and they're still trying to figure out what they are and maybe in a few episodes it's gonna get laid out like that's what I'm hoping I'm waiting for the episode where they're like okay this has happened this has happened we are very close with each other we've never addressed this with each other like where is this gonna go yeah but, I mean, it was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. It was a nice return to form after last week's kind of Bleh. filler episode. Yeah. Um, but I'm really interested to see where it goes. And and um, I really like... We I want to figure out how many episodes... What's his name? Mert, Mertzer or Mel, Mel, Mertzer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Glenn? Glenn Mertzer. Um, Our good old friend, Glenn. I know that he wrote another episode that we liked. Yes. Um. So I, I want to kind of see what else he writes mm-hmm. because this was such a good character development episode. Yes. Um, anything else you'd like to add? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we've about summed it up. I'm upset that because this episode was so full of content, we didn't get any, you know, good um, Harry Butt Gang talk. <laughs> That's true. Um I will say we have workshopped more ideas for the name of a corgi because that is our big dream right now. It's like that's our thing that's sort of attainable in the future. We want a corgi. So we have obviously a corgi has to be named something Boy Meets World related. So we've gotten Corpanga. Corpanga. Get it? Because Corey and Topanga and Corgi. Yeah. Corpanga. I said we needed to name it Corgi Matthews. I don't know how Alden feels about that. Well, because uh, like we talked about how we'd be calling it and we'd be like, come on, Corgi. And like it just turns into Corgi. Yeah. Unless we call it Corgi Matthews all the time. No, we wouldn't do that. Corgi Matthews, stop digging in the backyard. Yeah, no. I like it. It's great if that's what we do, but we're not going to. What's your dog's name? Corgi Matthews? Sure. But then when we're calling it in the in the park, in the dog park that we go to all the time, we <laughs> we'll don't. We'll find one. Um, we're, we're like, come on, Corgi. And we just look like the laziest pet owners in history. <laughs> come on, Corgi. Come on, Lab. Like, come on, Golden Retriever. Um, and then what? Did Finley like Corpanga or did he like something else? I don't remember. Corpanga was good. Um, um, Takori was that one? No. Topengi. 
Oh, yeah. Topangi <laughs> was the one that Finley liked. He T- loved Topangi. Topangi. So, um, we're spitballing. Yeah. Got any ideas for us? We can just name it Mr. Feeney. Yeah. If you have any ideas or if you have any thoughts on this episode or thoughts on sexuality at 13. Uh, uh, that's a weird thing to that say. That was a weird thing to say. But uh, like, you know- what was your experience with like not sexuality, but that sort of like? Um, we explain this. I yeah, but you just said a really <laughs> weird thing. It yeah. made me uncomfortable. All right, tweet us at BMG and BMW on Twitter, or email us um, at BMG and BMW at gmail dot com. Getting so good at it. I know. I'm so proud of you, Corpangi. Um, <laughs> um, and then. You know, we have our own Twitters, too. And if you feel more comfortable because you don't like Alden and you just want to follow me, that's fine. You can find me at Center. Center. Nope. Nope. That's not it. Just find at BMG and BMW. Our stuff is on there. Yeah. Um, And then um, like and review our show. I mean, not like. Subscribe and review our show. Mm -hmm. Um, We need some iTunes reviews. We have a few now, so that's nice. Yeah. So we appreciate you. you. If you... We don't even know who... Like I wish we did. If you if you wrote something, then we would know. But mm-hmm. since you're not writing anything, you're just hitting that five stars, which thank you. It's all Thanks. five stars. It is. Um, but if you write something, we can like read it on the show. Yep. Um, but as always, thank you for joining us. Except for you guys in Montana, Nevada, Idaho. Idaho. If you know somebody in one of these states, please. Tell them to listen to our show. Just want to see that state light up. Yes. <laughs> I'm dying. We've been talking for too long. Yes. Anything else you'd like to add? No. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 2, Episode 7. Class dismissed.